We are in chapter 29. Thanks for coming back. It's been really good. I pray you are blessed and edified. And similar to chapter 28, chapter 29, we're going to do certain verses within this chapter. And chapter 29 also talks about leadership. Now, it doesn't deal so much with nations. However, it's talking about chief or principal leaders, which these men and or women lead nations. So, it can mean that as well. But just like in chapter 28 or day 28, it also talks about the righteous and the unrighteous. So we're just going to do a mimicry, if you will, or we're going to carry on into part two, if you will. Chapter 29 seems like a part two, at least for the overarching theme that we're focused on from the spirit of wisdom and Holy Spirit that we'll get into. So we'll go straight into what the word of God is saying. And if Holy Spirit reveals something, we'll get into that. We're going to start with verse two. And we're reading from the Passion Translation as we have been. Everyone rejoices when the lovers of God flourish, but the people groan when the wicked rise to power. Chapter, excuse me, verse 4, a godly leader who values justice is a great strength and example to people. But the one who sells his influence for money tears down what is right. Now, this is important because it talks about or ties into offering or devaluing or trading your birthright. We've talked about this several times. We talked about it throughout the year of 2020. We reintroduced it, that it was an aspect of 2021. It's throughout this entire decade because it was a watch out released for the decade, especially in 2020. Do not trade your birthright. If you don't know what it means, if you don't know what it is, a great starting point is to get in the word of God Um, I would encourage you to read all of Genesis and all of his word, but you can fast forward to those chapters or the the storyline of Isaac, Esau, and Jacob, and Rebekah. That's a good starting point. And then ask Holy Spirit to come and commune and dine with you so he can reveal further things about what that means. Do not reject, do not resist, do not deny your design, your gift, or your birthright, who you are. Come into agreement with who God made you to be. Verse seven, God's righteous people will pour themselves out for the poor, but the ungodly make no attempt to understand or help the needy. Now, this is important. We've been hearing promises throughout the 29 days, uh, 31 days of wisdom, lessons from the book of Proverbs, that God tends to the poor. That's the, that's why he's defender this year. That's why Abba, Daddy God, the ox, Father, he is defender. He defends the defenseless. He defends the fatherless. Scripture says he's a father to the fatherless. You want to make sure you are steadfast in these scriptures. You're decreeing these scriptures. If there is something of which you've had need, if you've been oppressed, if you've been kicked down, if you've been bulldozed over, decree these promises in the word that God comes to and protects those who are in need. Verse 12, when leaders listen to false accusations, their associates become scoundrels. That's why we have to have the spirit of truth and we have to have our distinguishing and discerning goggles on. We have to know how to be able to detect from what is true to what is false. This is what the writer of Hebrews teaches us, having our senses seasoned to discern good from evil. That's where we are. We're we're growing from the milk into the pure meat. We got to grow up. We got to mature. We got to get into some things, you know, 2020 shocked us. And sometimes we need things to 
wake us up out of a place of stupor, out of a place of familiarity, out of a place of comfortability, out of a place that we didn't even know we were just aimlessly wandering. That's what that was. So we see God moving. We thank God for what he did and we move forward. We don't listen to false accusations. Now, What I love about this verse is it talking specifically to leaders. So this is a prayer point for us to pray for leaders, ensuring that leaders are listening to the spirit of truth instead of false accusations. Verse 14, the best insurance for a leader's longevity is to demonstrate justice for the poor. That's another prayer point for leaders, that their hearts will turn to those who are in need. This is all scripture. This is not anything anybody's making up. That's why we got to fall back in love with scripture, the word of God. We get our blueprint. We get our power. We get our, excuse me, we get our authority. We get the power from Holy Ghost. We get our authority from the word, from scripture. And we need both authority and power so that we can go forward with dominion. That's what this year is about. We want dominion, decree dominion. Verse 16, when the wicked are in power, lawlessness abounds, but the patient lovers of God will one day watch in triumph as their stronghold topples. Now, we heard a familiar verse in day 28 about this, and what God is doing is when the righteous, it seems like whenever an ungodly or an unjust leader rises to power, something the righteous did for that leader or those leaders to rise to power. So uh, the actually the verse is wicked. We want to make sure we are staying steadfast in hope. We're staying steadfast in love. We're staying steadfast in faith. This verse says patient lovers of God. There is a determined and appointed times. We need the those who have the anointing of the sons of Issachar. We need those who have the anointing that Daniel talks about in Daniel chapter 11, 33. We need the anointing of those who understand times and seasons, according to Ecclesiastes 3. It's still here in the earth. And guess what? It comes by the spirit of wisdom. We've learned this already. That's And listen, all of us can access it. That's why we cry out for, we ask for wisdom, we clothe ourselves with wisdom, we walk with wisdom, we dine with wisdom, we tie it around our neck, we ask God for more. Right now, we're crying out for more and more wisdom. Father, fill us with wisdom from on high. Let the spirit of wisdom rest on us right now in Jesus' name. Verse 18, when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation, the word of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. Now, we see this in earth today, worldwide. We have gone so far away. I've talked about this in the past few episodes about how far away we've gotten. We got to get back to a place of first. We got to get back to a place of simplicity. The people of God have been warned by Jesus's choice, selected and elect spokesman. I could sit here and call out, excuse me, specific prophecies, specific names, specific dates. I'm not going to do that. You need to understand God has been speaking years past. We have been stubborn just like Israel was stubborn. And now we are where we are and many are are feeling defeated. Many are feeling 
overwhelmed. Many are feeling paranoid. Many are just, they're becoming of another spirit. I'm not sure what's going on with many in the body of Christ today. And I'm talking about many like leaders, but it's what's in the heart. So my encouragement to you as you're watching this, even as you're watching some of your leaders, as you're watching some of your friends, as you're watching some of your trusted people, they're human beings just like you. So I encourage you to remember patience and I encourage you to let it be stand with them if you're called to stand with them. But even when you're not with them, you can uplift them, you can encourage them and you can pray for them. This is a year where we've got to go low and we've got to understand intercession in servitude. We've got to understand intercession in the Father. Again, I've said this several times. Read John chapter 14 and chapter 17. Go back to the Gospels where Jesus escaped or he went away off by himself and he was often in the garden or in in various places praying, being with and in Father, listening to Father, getting the download and the blueprints from heaven so he can go thus and thus and go therefore. That's what it looks like this year. We go low. We don't think we know everything. We don't try to produce what we've produced in seasons past. We don't try to produce things out of a hat. We don't try to always have answers and figure things out. You haven't heard me try to figure anything out. Anything that I've presented to you has either been from the word of God in the 66 books of the Bible, or it has been revelatory prophetic insight from the reign of Holy Spirit preparing us for what's ahead and how we can walk circumspectly and be successful. But I'm not sitting here giving you day by day of how we're supposed to live and how we're supposed to go, uh, demystifying and decoding certain aspects for you of why this or this didn't happen. That's not my job. Unless Holy Spirit wants me to partner with him and walk along, and then I'll speak thus and thus. Leave that to Holy Spirit to anoint and mantle and come up on those specific times and seasons when it's time to do that. Just get low and remember... Getting low and being humble is not being weak. It's not not fighting. I have a whole episode I just did, I believe it was yesterday, on endurance and how there are two sides to endurance for us this year. This year is just a big ball of contradiction. There are multiple angles or two sides at least to the within this year. And the the thing with endurance is that we are supposed to stand in the face and resist in the face of temptation, in the face of the fire, in the face of the warfare, in the face of the fight. And we are to resist and stand firm and fight. But the other side of endurance is when things seem to implode or explode or come down on us. We have to endure and understand that the anchor for our soul is Jesus. Let God be God, let Jesus be Jesus, and let Holy Spirit lead and guide you. We're going to close out verses 26 and 27. Everyone curries favor with leaders, but God is the just and just, excuse me, God is the judge and justice comes from him. The wicked hate those who live a godly life. But the righteous hate injustice wherever it's found. So my encouragement to you is let integrity reign. Be marked, be hallmarked, be characterized by good, godly, quality character. 
Let the Holy Spirit generate some of his fruit in you. You see, that's what this is all about. Let it come out of you. Let it come out of me. Let him run into you. And you, that's what an encounter is. You weren't expecting it. It's unexpected. It's, it's, it's not anticipated. And let the encounter with the Holy Spirit produce something in you that trumps and is greater than what is residing within you. And what's residing in you, what I'm referring to, is what needs to come out, be purged of, of that which we all need deliverance. Again, if you didn't go through some form of self-deliverance or self-improvement in 2020, there's grace in 2021. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for the grace. Do it now because we have work to do for the remaining of the 11 months. We're already almost in February, people. Tomorrow's the 30th. Glory to God. So let him do his work. Just trust him. Just believe him. Just partner with him. Just say yes and understand when it's a time to strike and when it's a time to go low. We have to know when to be shrewd and when to, and, and yet in shrewdness be innocent. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I pray you're edified. I pray you're blessed. I pray you're encouraged. And I pray you're going forward expediently and exponentially with the spirit of wisdom cloaked around you and leading you in Jesus name.